Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Bikini and the Brain podcast. My name is Ashley Kaltwasser, and I'm here with Adam Bonilla from TeamEliteVisique.com. And I would say we're definitely rocking the coolest shirts ever <laughs> known to man today. Are, this is a very, yes. You got fuzzy doodles all over. I know, over. I wore this sweater. Look, look at this. It okay. looks like a bug. Do you want to know the story? Look at this. I'll tell you the story. Okay. Yesterday I moved. Something happened in my car. Um, and the battery won't start in my car. And so I had to Uber from my other, from my other house to here, um, to this house and ride the scooter to the gym today. And it's like 40 something degrees. There was ice on my scooter. First time I saw ice in Vegas, there was ice on my scooter. Mm. And I was like, okay, I got it. And the only thing I had was a, pro, uh, what do they, they sent me like these sweaters that are like, not promo sweaters, but like testers to Prototypes? see if I like it. Prototype, I guess. I don't know. To see if I like them or whatever. And it was in the plastic bags, the only thing I had that was warm enough to ride from my house to the gym. So it was freezing cold in my brand new shirt, and I knew it was going to be fuzzies all over it, and you called me out. (laughs) But I bought this shirt for you. I love that shirt. It is very stylish and definitely something I could get down with for sure. I was was, was looking at it yesterday. I was looking at it yesterday, and I was like, you know what? Ashley's always mad at me for only wearing black at the podcast. And for our listeners only, it's a a nerdy turtle riding a bicycle. Yes. That is epic. And then speaking of epic, you actually got me this hoodie, and it is it is a sloth riding a llama with headphones in outer space with floating pizzas and burritos. <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's very random. Yeah. But I love it. Well, there's tacos on it, too. That's good. Yeah. Well, I said burritos. If we're going to no, get technical. Well, there's burritos and tacos. Oh. They're... Yeah. Oh, you're right. Look at that. Wow, that I is. I definitely bought you that. Oh, heck yes. <laughs> I love this so much. It's so random. You can probably look at that and find a whole bunch of random things in there somewhere. Sloths are so cute. Yeah. Dude, they're so freaking cute. Okay, so, um, so you guys know Ashley's favorite animal is a sloth. They're adorable. They just eat all day. And they move so slow to conserve their energy. <laughs> Which is the opposite of you. And I remember watching this one like video that came across on my um, feed like a few months ago. And it was a mama sloth crossing the road with all her babies on her back. And like the traffic stopped for the sloth crossing. And it was just like so painfully slow. <laughs> and every all the cars are just like... <laughs> Just like chilling there. <laughs> like it took forever for it to cross the street with its babies on its back. I have a theory that you like sloths because that's the life polar to yours. I, I guess think you're right. It's the exact opposite life. Right. And one of these days you're like, I just want to live that sloth life. <laughs> just, sloth just, with, just always moving. But you live like a roadrunner life. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> or, you know, one of those hyperactive monkeys. Yeah. You know? Those little guys, little hyperactive monkeys. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's great. So anyway, that mine's a dog. I love dogs. You're so basic, bro. I know, but I love dogs. One of these days, that's one of the businesses I want to do one day before I, or whatever, retire or whatever, is I want a doggy daycare. And I want, a, there, I want a, a doggy school bus where I, we go around. I want to go around and do it too. I've already thought of it. I'm going to buy a school bus. I'm going to empty it out. And then I'm going to put like little holes in the side and then I'm going to have a, a way where the, a little ramp where the dogs can walk up and get in, but they can't get out like a little doggy door. 
and then you just go around, you pick up all these dogs, and then when you're driving down the street, you'll see all these dogs with their heads sticking up, <laughs> these little holes, and everyone will love it. Everyone will love it, and then you just take them to your little doggy place. Oh, That'd God. be so cute. What about the what cats? Life. What about the cats? Cats can stay home. <laughs> cats can stay, they're fine. Mm -hmm. You're going to get a cat on a bus. <laughs> the doggy school bus. True, true. Uh, that's that's the that's living the dream right there, Ashley. Yeah, that'd yeah, be fun. You, know. you just don't. You're just not too much of a dog person to do that. No, I don't like dogs. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna get canceled. I'm sorry. I'm a cat person, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> if you want to unfollow me, I totally understand. But I like cats. <laughs> cats have my heart. She likes the dudes. You give the dudes an occasional. No, pet. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like hate dogs. It's not like that. But yeah. I much prefer cats because they're just much more independent, low maintenance, and they're just. You know, a little more sassy, and they know what they want in life. Yeah, we went. To, They're not as needy. <laughs> if you're ever in, well, I know of two of them. One's in Denver, and one's in Japan. They have cat cafes where you can go in, get a coffee, and then there's just like, I don't know, 20, 30 cats walking around, and they come and pet you, and you can feed them like lollipops. We've been to two of them. Mm -hmm. The one in Japan was definitely better. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but still pretty fun. Anyway, random, uh, random intro today. That was a fun intro. Yeah. What a... <laughs> There's some life updates for you. Um, oh, uh, speaking of life updates, I know someone who got invited to the Arnold. Oh, really? Who and is that? This uh, this girl named Ashley. I think she's gonna fare okay there. Oh, Ashley who? Okay. <laughs> who? Ashley who? Ashley Ashley K. Ashley Kotwasser. Oh. She's a. You might have heard of her if you're in the bikini world. Oh. She's done a few shows. <laughs> I heard nothing but horrible things about her. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. I heard she's a nerd, and um, she's addicted to competing. That's what I heard. <laughs> she's, she, <laughs> she's I heard in, uh, she's she competes in, too much. She's in CA <laughs> Competitors Anonymous, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, are you excited? I am. I'm excited, and it's it's so crazy that we just competed in the Arnold. Um, because of the COVID, they pushed it back last yeah, year, that's right. and now it's happening like in three months. But even before the Arnold, I'm doing the first show of the freaking year here. So it's a nice little warm up here in Vegas, uh, the Muscle Contest Legends Classic, February 5th, and then Arnold in the beginning of March. So it's a nice little warm up, a little tune up, see if I need to adjust or fix anything, a little preview, and then heading down to my home state of Ohio. Yeah, that'll be fun. I'm excited to go to that one, and it's been. Uh little while since I traveled too, so now I get to go to that too. That's gonna be fun. I'm like, and actually, it's nice to go to the Arnold in Ohio and like be like, okay, things are back to normal, you know? Yeah, I so. think they have the expo back, so that'll be more normal feeling. Yeah. Because last, or this year, I should say, um, wasn't the case, right? They only had the, um, the um, divisions, but not like the expo or any of the other sports. Yeah. I'm really excited for this one. This is going to be a. F I'm actually really excited for it. And it's a good. It's a good group of girls too. As always. Yeah, I mean it's the cream of the crop, you know. But um, it's 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 definitely I would say it's right up there with the Olympia in terms of excitement. The ex yeah the I'm probably more excited about this actual bikini lineup competition because it's like you know it's only like 11 girls and it's going to be it's you know it's. It's not like 50 girls, but I'm, I'm more excited about the Olympia's Expo. And then, so it's like, I'm kind of, it's like a, like mm. back and forth. And then the Olympia probably, this, it's just this year though. This year, the, the lineup is so good, you know? Um, so I'm really excited to see this one. It's going to be fun. I'm like, as a fan as, and a coach in this and one. And it's exciting that we have two Team Elite Physique girls. Oh yes, Phoebe's at there. At the Arnold this yeah. year. So Phoebe 
I got an invitation as well. So, oh, now you get you got your hands full, Adam. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, that's pretty. It's pretty easy. Two people. I mean, really, it's just two people to help. So it's it's pretty simple, you know. Mm -hmm. But um, more pressure, but two people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Do you have any amateurs competing in the Arnold? Um, I'll have to look on the like because we have all the coaches. I'm sure they don't even know yet. But me, yeah, me personally, I don't. And then some of the other coaches. You know, we just had nationals, so we have to see what they're going to do right. after nationals. We'll have to see what see the girls who just finished their shows if they want to go to a bigger show. Wait to see. The other issue is too is like usually I'm like, oh yeah, we got six, but <laughs> I know right away. But then the other issue is okay, I don't know what the other countries are going to do for letting the girls yeah. fly in. So I don't know 100. percent Oh yet. right, and and I think most people don't even make that decision till like the beginning of the year because that's yeah. like the 12 week out mark, which is pretty standard for prep, and that's when they're like, after the holidays, they're like, okay, I'm gonna do it, or yeah. I'm not, so. <laughs> you get a lot of girls coming off shows right now that are like, in their, just starting their off season, they haven't really thought about it, and then, um, the, the main ones are, I have some really good girls overseas that wanna come, mm -hmm. and now it's like, okay, can they come? Will their mm -hmm. country or our country allow it? And you know, there's always some weird things going on right now, which I can't wait till that's all done. It's I know. so annoying. It's such a process to yes. fly overseas, I'm telling you from visiting Europe um, a few weeks ago. Gosh, it's not like it used to be, you know? Yeah. It's so much more complicated to get over here and to travel to different countries. It's like, whew, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot of stress. Well, so we'll see. So hopefully I'll see some of you guys at the Arnold. If you see us, say hi. Don't be afraid to say hi. I always get like people who will not say hi and then they'll DM me and then they'll be like, hey, I saw you but I didn't want to bother you. And I'm like, no, just come say hi. <laughs> you just, yeah, so. Yes, anyway. don't be shy. Come say hi. Oh, Ashley, it's Monday. Too early for those rhymes. Oh. <laughs> what, uh, so what are we doing today? What are we talking about We're today? We're talking about goals because you know what? New Year's, we should be thinking about what are our goals uh, moving forward and maybe the best way to approach these goals, you know? So, um, you know, I wrote up a little list here and I think we should talk about it and even the goals that we we um, achieved already in 2021 because it was quite a year. It was. Quite a few goals have been met and even looking forward for us for 2022, even more goals on the horizon. And I'm sure many of you have goals that you would like to achieve as well. And um, yeah, so let's go ahead and get into it. So Adam, in this year of 2021, what goals did you accomplish? Well, we opened and moved the prep center, which was, uh, which was pretty cool. This is definitely a way better prep center than the other one, for sure. Um, that was huge, and it was taxing and tiring, that's for sure. That was like a lot, you know, moving to Vegas and whatnot. But um, I'm really happy. I really like Vegas a lot. I love the city of Vegas a lot more than the city of Denver. I will say the, the community in Denver is like, is and fitness community was like second to none. Those guys were just awesome guys. And I do miss that. I miss them mm -hmm. a lot out there. Cause we just, I, I think it was because I was there for so long. I was there for 10 years and I just knew everyone, you know? Mm -hmm. Like I'd walk in, I, can, I remember when I'd walk into a show in Denver, like literally like 30, 40% of the people I knew. And, or they, I've trained someone that they knew or their mm -hmm. wife or their friend or their whatever. And like, it was just like, it was nice. But here it's like, you know, it's starting over again. So it's kind of different, but... Uh, but I mean, you gotta remember, I was there a decade, you know, doing the prep scene for forever. But uh, yeah, so the, the community in Denver was really nice. But I'm, I really like the the stuff there is to do here. We got a good fitness community here too, so I'm happy about it. Yeah, it was good. It was a good move. It's um, still getting used to it. That's still like getting it going, you know. Um, yeah, so I'm happy about that. One of the main goals 
in 21 was to, um, and I hate saying these things out loud because it puts, it, I don't, I think it indirectly puts pressure on you, but it's not supposed to. It's, just a, <laughs> it's like a personal goal it's for me. It's okay. But uh, it was to move you up the ranks. Yeah. It was actually to gain one or two slots at the Olympia. That oh, was. That's a very modest goal. That wouldn't put pressure on me. It was okay. my goal too. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So like, I was like, okay, we could move Ashley up one or two spots at least next year. Like get her in that like top. I would love to get her in. I was like, I would love to get in the top like four, you know, that would be sweet to get back in the top four or something. And then we did that. We did better than that. You know, got you in that top three. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. That surpassed yeah. the goals. That was one of mine too, is I didn't necessarily have a number in mind. However, I wanted to reverse my trend because since 2000, um, since 2016, I went down a place each and every year. And it was so annoying. Every year at the Olympia, I would move down one place. And I'm like, oh, this is frustrating. And, you know, a lot of it was due to just stupid mistakes and stuff. And it was like, ugh, I just hated even thinking about it. So I was like, I want to reverse this trend and start moving up rather than back. Yeah. And I made a big jump. So not just one place up from last year's, um, or I should say, depending on when this podcast gets posted, um, in 2020, I got seventh. And I was like, I want sixth or better um, for 2021. And we got third. So... Yeah, we yeah. exceeded my goal, that's for sure. Yeah, and um, the growth opportunity for you, though the window isn't huge, there's some there, which is nice. Um, I would say out of, out of all the girls in the top five, you have the most growth opportunity in terms of basically what, I'm, what I look at is like, okay, what's the potential of how much we can do to her body before it becomes too much, well, how much room is left, mm -hmm. or is she maxed out? Yeah. And I think that you have, in that top five, you have more room. And I think this year we can actually get it. So that's really mm. cool, too. So, yeah, the, the goal would be um, to, you know, when you're top three, it's hard to, like, be like, okay, more. You know? but, but that's the goal for this year coming up. But uh, top three or better. I'm happy with third, though, too, you know. But yeah. I do want I, I do. Of course. We yeah. always want to do better. Yeah. I mean, we don't want to ever just be like, yeah, this is good. I'll just yeah, just, just coast, here, just chill and for... chill. No, we should always have goals to yeah. do better. Even if I got first, I feel like we can still, there's always things you can do better, yeah. you know? Then it comes down to like posing and hair. Yeah, and that, you know? I mean, some of it is, is, you know, that. But I think, you know, speaking of the physique, which we were mentioning, like, still can work on the upper body a little bit more, you yeah. know? Um, although it is catching up big time with my lower, because that's always been the issue, is just like, my hamstrings and my glutes can grow significantly easier, significantly easier than my upper body. Maybe that's um, my track background or probably mostly genetics. It's just I don't, I can't grow my, my shoulders as easy as, as everything else. Um, but um, I think we've kind of evened out a little bit more this oh, yeah, time. And then sure. also the big goal as well, speaking of glutes, is like I always felt like I had really good glutes like from the side like bubble butt yeah. kind of glutes like they would pop out in my my front pose you could see that I had a nice little shelf going on um but for whatever reason like when I turned to the back in my back pose I always felt like they weren't as impressive from the back as they were from like the side and I'm like it doesn't make sense I know I have glutes <laughs> I know I have hamstrings but why aren't they popping as much in the back pose but we finally like resolved that. And now my glutes look great from the back as well. So that was like a big, like, whoa, yeah. 
we did that. So I'm happy about that as well. Um, but like you said, there are many things we can improve on yeah. and hair, makeup, uh, posing, all that stuff goes into it as well. But I can't wait for, you know, the next show so I can like show off my progress. So. <laughs> yeah. And then the, uh, the, the, I will tell you what the goal wasn't. The goal definitely wasn't to break the record this year because that goal would have been so crazy to even say at the beginning of the year to mm-hmm. like, because it's impossible. It's like an impossible goal to do that in one year. Like that was a two-year goal. And if you guys don't know what I'm referencing, actually won enough shows this year to break the record for all-time most winning IFBB pro. Um, that definitely wouldn't have been a goal because I would have been. That's it's impossible. How what was it? Eight wins, right? For it to for you to accomplish that in one year. Like that's crazy to say that out loud. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what if what if we said at the beginning of the year? Yeah, I want you to break the goal. Break the record this year. You'd have been like, you're crazy. That's eight wins. I've only done at my mm-hmm. max eight shows. Like, I was, there's no way that's going to, like, I would have said, yeah, that's probably a two-year goal. That's like a 2022 goal. So mm-hmm. congratulations on that. Thank you. I don't think that was a goal until you got to, like, 28 or 29. No, I didn't even, like, think about that as much, really. I think you were more hyped about that part than it's me. Pretty cool. <laughs> but it is cool. It is cool to think about and to say, I kind of still don't believe it's real in a way. I'm just like, how did I do that? Like. That's a lot. First to 30. That is a lot of W's. That's a lot. I mean. I'm just trying to think back like every time like all the moments on stage where they announced me as first or whatever and just trying to be like, whoa, that happened 30 times. 30 winning preps. Lots of cardio (laughs) and chicken and broccoli. Lots of chicken and broccoli. Yeah. Yeah. I heard that uh, I heard that uh, Oscar Meyer was going to was going to give you a sponsorship. Ew. <laughs> Who does the chicken? I get my I get all Tyson? my That's how, how but, little how uh, little even I better uh, sponsorship trifecta. I was going to say I get all my food from trifecta. So I don't even know who makes who makes <laughs> meat. Who makes chicken I haven't meat bought meat. food from the grocery store like meat in like years, like yeah. two and a half years, three years from trifecta, something like that. So, yeah. Yeah, they're good to us. I eat their burgers, like their turkey burgers. That's all I eat is like their turkey and their, beer, their bison patties now. Mm-hmm. Like that's pretty much my daily, like every meal. It's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. I haven't gotten sick of it because mm-hmm. of the barbecue sauce that you got me hooked on. Oh, barbecue. Who's that guy? G um, Hughes? Is it G, G Hughes? G Hughes? G mm-hmm. Hughes. If you guys don't know of G Hughes, sugar-free barbecue sauce, any meat, tastes delicious. It's like 10, 5 calories a tablespoon? 10 calories a tablespoon. I think it depends on the flavor. There's a few different, but it's Excellent. like 5 or 10, yeah. Yeah, it's very little, so. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. What yeah. about you? What goals did you accomplish in, in 21? Well, I did want to, like, okay, so in previous years, I've competed, my, my most I've competed in a year was eight times in one uh, competition season, right? And this year, I competed 14 times. And I kind of wanted to experiment or test myself if I was able to hold up through multiple shows. And I sure did. (laughs) So I surprised myself um, how I was able to kind of maintain. And of course, I've had a few shows here and there where I was a little off. Um, Not saying that every show was, you know, better than the last. But I think in general, I really got to say, Wow, my body hung on really, really nicely, better than I thought that it could. And it was kind of like eye-opening for me because then I realized I can do this next year too and even more. You know what I'm saying? So I hope to 
compete even more in 2022. Knowing that I can handle it, my body can handle it. I'm happy, I'm healthy, no injuries, um, no signs of slowing down. I'm not tired. I'm ready to go. I want to compete more than 14 times this year. It's pretty wild. Good uh, for you. Yeah. I'm on board. I'll be at as many as I can. I think it's awesome. Oh, most of the West Coast ones. I'm not, I'm, okay, I, I should say this. I love the East Coast in terms of like the people, the environment, the, I love the people. The people are my people. Those are the, like, if I was anywhere, it'd be Miami. Like I love Miami people, like Orlando, Miami, Florida. It's my, that's probably my, to be honest, it's probably my favorite state, even though I live here. Miami's not a state, but. Well, Florida, I guess. <laughs> but, but getting there, getting there is the worst. Oh, yeah. I, I do hate getting to the East Coast because like the, the you, by the time you catch up in terms of like the, the time difference, and then the flights that leave from here always suck. The flights that leave from here are always like that midnight flight. And then you get there like it's you get there like at 6 a.m. or 8 a.m. For, for when, it, when you land and you can't get into the hotel and you're tired because you've been up all night. So you sleep like you're up like all day and you can't get in the hotel till like they check you in, which is like 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock. So, I never get those flights, Adam. Well, <laughs> I, I have to work here first. Yeah. So that's the problem. I have to. Because of the like, time. Yeah, it jumps ahead. Yeah. And so you don't catch up until like Sunday. And then by the time it's Sunday, you're coming back. And then mm. you're like just so messed up. So. Once you're there, I love that place. But I'll go to most of the I'll go to the most of the West Coast shows. I'll find, I've done all of the West Coast. <laughs> and you're gonna come with me at least to one that's not in the states. Yes. Well, technically, in the Caribbean. So there's a show. I, I believe it or not, I've been to so many countries, so many continents. However, I've never been to the Caribbean, and I want to go so bad. How crazy is that? Like a lot of people go to the Caribbean. It's like a very popular yeah. vacation destination. Yet, I've never been to the Caribbean. There's a few shows this year that are in the Caribbean, and you're going to come to at least one. Yes. So I think it's in the Bahamas is the first one. That'd be fun. So we're going to do that one, even though it's on the East Coast technically. That's okay. And then i got to hold you to I it. I want to go there, and if you do the Puerto Rico Pro, I want to go to that too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that'd be fun. Um, anyway, yeah, it was so funny we got these little tangents. I think any, uh, I'm trying to think of any other goals that I had in this year. You know what's funny is I guess like in terms of like company wise like Team Elite Physique, um, we of course you know we did better this year than last year of course, but the the goal is always to like kind of stay where we're at, not really grow, but stay where we're at, make sure all the but make sure all the trainers on the team grow within the team, and that that happened. Everyone's doing good, everyone's happy, and everyone's grown. So that's good. that's always like the main that's like the main goal for mm -hmm. me now these my nowadays, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Mm, that's think. what's up. Yeah, I mean, I had real estate things that I wanted to do. I did those, you know, but those mm. are easy. You just buy it, let it sit there. You know, it's not like yeah. a lot of work. Totally. Yeah. And then, I mean, gosh, you you killed it in all aspects of life this year, Adam. Well, thank you. I think you did as well. Oh, well, thank you. Yes. You know, I try. You're, try you're, the, you're the hardest worker I know. Mm-hmm. And you count, I mean, like, I'm the you grittiest count, person you know. Grittiest, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hard, hardest working person to be harder. It'd be harder to work harder than Sam. I would say Sam's a beast. Tori, I hope she hears Sam, this. Yeah, and Tori is too. Yeah, it'd be like harder to work harder than them. Yeah, I don't think there's a harder than that. You know, but yeah. you you work harder in a different way though too because you do your 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 clients. You do all these preps. You do all your photo shoots. Your social. This podcast. You schedule everything out. I see your. You just work harder in a different way. It's. Mentally eh, tough because I, I don't do, know. I look at them and I look at you and I think you look you work harder than me, I guess. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe we have different it's, jobs. It's hard to compare, right? But 
I don't know. I just feel like you're always going someplace or doing something. So I feel like you work harder <laughs> than me for sure. Yeah. Um, but maybe in a, in a different way. Um, but I'm, I'm, we're both pretty gritty, though. Yeah, I would so. Say so. You, you guys better check out the Grit Podcast if you didn't yeah. know what we're referencing. A couple podcasts ago. Yes, exactly. But speaking of which, you know, one of my, I guess, maybe it's not a goal, but a resolution because I've been so lazy with this and this is the opposite of hard work, but I've gotten so freaking bad at posting social medias, um, especially with my YouTube. So hopefully 2022, I can get more videos and stuff. Not that it's like I'm obsessed with that aspect, but it does help with branding. And, yeah. you know, I, I want to document my life and my time and I'm having like these awesome adventures and great memories. And I want to keep that as like a little online diary. So I need to be better with that. Yeah. That's what I like about the vlogs too. Cause I don't, um, there hasn't been too much going on where I could be doing vlogs right now, but um, that's what I like about the vlogs because I know, like, I don't get that many views on my vlogs, like a couple thousand or something. Oh, I watch them. <laughs> well, thank you. I like them and I comment. And then, yes, you do. You're Sometimes the, you're I say best, first to comment. You're my best commenter. Every video, you're the best one. Kind of show most support. You're my most consistent. And then, um, it's funny. And then, um, uh, but I look back, you know, like, like, because even the other day I looked back at the, at the uh, prep center ones. Like, I look back at those vlogs, I was like, man, that was freaking hard. Like, yeah. you don't think about it. You just come exactly. to work. Exactly. You just come here now, and it's like, whatever, it's here. But, like, that was a grind, man. That was oh. an absolute grind. It drained, It really did, like, drain me for a while. So um, that's why I'm, like, I'm happy to be done with it. Oh, yeah. But, um, you know, I'm going to do another one eventually, for sure. A bigger one. Oh, for but sure, for sure. That'll be, like, the last one. There's a couple, mm. like, yeah, that'll be the last one, though. Like, yeah. I, I have to, the next one has to be huge. It has to be the last one. So I'm not mm. going to do it another time after that. But um, but first, before that happens, we're still building this wall. We're going to do some cool things next year. So building the wall. That's my goal for my next year goal is to have the local area. I don't here. think they know what you're talking about building the wall, oh, okay. though. Yeah. Because they're going to think it's a political reference. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you should add context yeah, to so that. Yeah, add some context. Okay, so we're building a wall. Um, <laughs> I'm not going down to Mexico personally and building this wall. <laughs> the, yeah, um, we're building a wall outside uh, the prep center, which is going to be like an outdoor workout area. I've been, I looked at it today because I talked to them again today. I submitted paperwork and paperwork and paperwork. Um, September 10th, I, I initiated the paperwork. So I still am not approved for it. Like at the wall, they have all the things done for the wall outside, but we're going to make it an outdoor workout area. Uh, we're going to have team lifts. We're going to have our posing classes. We're, we're not going to do posing classes every weekend this time. Um, we're going to do them like once a month, maybe once every twice a month. And then we're going to do them with like an open gym. We're going to do barbecues. We're gonna get more gym equipment. We're gonna move a lot of the gym equipment that's like upper body outside. And we're gonna have the inside have a lot more lower body stuff. So it's gonna be, try to make it like one of the best like lower body wellness and bikini trainer, like training gyms like out here. It'd be just be like saturated with leg equipment. So that's the goal. Um, we'll see though, it's really hard to get equipment in from overseas right now. The crate, they're like, because of the uh, containers of the whole containers and backup. So I'm hoping to get it done in time. But I got to get the wall first built before I can get the equipment. Otherwise, there's going to be just a bunch of equipment sitting here. So mm. it's, and then I can't buy the equipment, so I know for sure I can get the wall. So it's this whole thing. So now I'm getting delayed. It should have been done by January. Oh. Not even close. <laughs> so what are you going to do? Yeah, true, true. Um, but speaking of goals, um, it's important to set goals. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think it gives you um, a sense of direction and can boost your motivation, you know? Because where would we be without goals? We'd just be meh, kind of 
kind of like directionless, you know, just like, yeah. oh, well, just a day. <laughs> but um, a lot of people don't realize there are a few different types of goals. Um, daily, short-term, long-term. Um, daily can be defined as uh, being easily achieved in a day or so. And in fact, these can be recurring goals. So, um, you know, maybe if you are prepping for a show, a daily goal could be, I did everything I was supposed to. I did my cardio, got in my lift, and ate everything that was on my meal plan. That would be like a daily goal. And these daily goals over time can accumulate to being a larger goal or a long-term goal. Um, Short-term goals, it's, um, this type of goal setting is aimed at the near future. These are easier to achieve than long-term goals and are typically within the weekly, monthly time frame. Again, these goals are stepping stones to long-term goals. So if daily goals are stepping stones, short-term goals can be more like bridges too. You can look at it like that, right? Um, more like bridges versus stepping stones. Um, and maybe a short-term goal example could be competing in your first bikini competition in eight months, right? So they kind of like these little daily goals that can accumulate to short-term goals. And short-term goals can then accumulate into long-term goals, which long-term goals are a goal that can um, can be a goal that you would like to achieve over years or a stretch period of time. These are the hardest goals to achieve because you are not seeing any huge achievements regularly or daily. And to tackle this problem, you can break down those short-term goals um, and kind of accumulate them into like long-term goals. So what I'm saying is like that long-term goal, it might be big, it might seem so out of reach because it's so far away. But if you break that down, make them into short-term goals so that you have little like milestones that you meet, it can oftentimes become easier to achieve that long-term goal knowing that you hit milestones along the way rather than it just being like a one day I'm going to do this kind of thing. So I think that's important to realize because a lot of times people want to make it this huge goal, right? But if they don't have any like milestones to hit, they're not going to have the right direction to go into to achieve that long-term goal, right? Yeah. It's just basically the long-term goal at that point just becomes a thought, like, you know, one day I'm going to do this, Adam. And you hear that all the time. Those are the people that, one day I'm going to do this, yeah. you know? And it's like, well, what's the plan? And then you follow up with them. And then, like, months later, it's like, one day I'm going to do this. <laughs> it's just like that, you know, tomorrow never comes kind of thing, right? Because yeah. you're not making any um, steps towards that big goal, you know? So that's, you know, the way I set goals is I, I, I break mine down into to little goals and then those little goals become bigger goals and the bigger goals become like those long-term goals. Yeah, and you're, you're actually pretty vocal about that. I don't know if you, even when you're vocal about it, if you've meant it in that capacity, but you naturally have done that since I've known you. You're like, I don't like setting big term exactly. big goals. And, I was, I'm always, and I'm always always the opposite on that. I'm always like, no, I like setting huge goals. Um, but I'm able to do the small goals along the way without like, and then I, I, I think about them, you know, am I closer to that? Am I closer to that? Am I closer to that? You know, so that everything. But I, I think that that works a lot with, you could see people's natural mindset. When they're in prep, they're 100%. You know, they're like, 
you know, tunnel vision, in prep, doesn't cheat, sticks to it like almost 100%, like a really large percent of the time. When you see bikini competitors who are actually prepping, it's like 90% of them are like seriously going after it. You know, uh, very, very few cheats on their, on their diets when they have a goal. Now, as soon as the off-season hits though, as soon as the off-season hits, 100% of competitors say, I'm going to have a good off-season. I'm going to do great. <laughs> I'm going to really stick to my reverse diet this time. But then, in the, it, then it flips. It's like 90% don't and 10% do. And I think it's because the goal isn't there. The long-term, the short-term right. goal isn't there. The long-term goal is there for them, but the short-term goal isn't there. It's hard to stay motivated when there's no deadline, no show deadline for that, you know, short-term goal. Mm -hmm. So maybe, you know, in the off season, the short term goal should be, you know, I want to get my calories to X amount, my cardio to X amount while only gaining X amount, right? Like right. be a goal, short term goal. And so the problem is people don't think like that in the off season, but I think that could be a huge thing for a lot of people if they could just focus on the goal of the off season and what it actually is, because it does the off season is where that long term goal happens, you know. Exactly. And people still don't get that, and it's it's uh, it's unfortunate because everyone's always chasing their last physique, chasing mm -hmm. their last physique. I just got to get back to there. Got to get back to there. Got to get back to there. And I'm like, you don't look any different than the last time because you grinded so hard this time that you lost whatever you made progress because you're just trying to get to where you were the last time. You know, you might have gained two pounds of muscle, but then you, your prep was so hard that you lost two pounds of muscle because you had to eat nothing and do a ton of cardio, you know, versus just, you know, staying eight pounds, 10 pounds above stage weight and losing a pound a week for eight weeks, you know? Yeah. So I think that that is a, is a good thing to bring up when in terms of the goal setting like you, because there isn't a goal for most people in the off season. It's just. Yeah. And that's yeah. unfortunate because one could argue that is probably the most important time when it comes to making progress is uh, the off season. For and sure. Just like you said, if you go too far beyond um, in the off season and you get a little too fluffy, then you're not going to make the best improvements during that time. Because when you start prepping, you're just going to be focused on like getting back to where you were, basically, yeah. and just squeezing by, you know. Um, and I also would like to add on to that is like whenever you are in that scenario where you're just, you know, having to lose. A large amount of weight in a short period of time and you have to do all these crazy things like extra cardio and minimal calories not only are you losing more muscle in the process just from doing that it's just also your energy and attention goes to okay cardio 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 rather than got to get in a good shoulder lift because yeah. although you could do two in one day one of those things are going to like you're already low calorie so one of those things are going to take priority over the other and when we're trying to get lean it's going to likely be cardio. So you're going to wear yourself out with a whole bunch of cardio um, before your shoulder workout later in the day or right after or whatever the case may be. So it's going to be like a detriment even in that aspect that you're not um, giving your body parts the time and attention that they would need because you're more focused on getting lean, yeah. you know? So, I mean, to, to put on more muscle, you would need the best energy possible, right? And um, it's not not going to be that way whenever you're doing cardio as well. And just even even if it's not looking at it from like a daily standpoint, but just knowing that like you're in low calories and you're doing all this cardio, you're going to basically be a walking zombie uh, 
throughout, you know, the, the last month or whatever of prep, just trying to get, get ready. So even in that constant state of fatigue, you're not going to be able to get in good lifts. You know, it's just not going to happen. Like that walking zombie reference. Yeah, you know what I mean, though, yeah. right? I mean, even if it's not like, oh, I did cardio earlier this morning and I have to train shoulders, it's going to be yeah. more like you're in a constant state of like feeling like poo-poo. Yeah, you got to understand. I mean, there's there's only so much energy you have available. And yeah. if you're cutting your calories super low and you're expending a ton of energy with cardio, of course you're not going to get as good lifts. It's just, you know, yeah. that's just the way it is. It's just like there, there's just no way around that, you know? So, um, and then the other, on the opposite side of things, there's an energy limit that you have in the gym too. So if you have, let's say you're eating a little bit above maintenance calories, not enough to get you know super fluffy, but enough to have maybe gain a tiny bit of body fat, but you have all the energy you need in the gym. Well, eating more than that isn't gonna give you more energy in the gym. You're just gonna store that extra energy. So there's like an energy max. So you wanna maximize that in your off season. You do wanna get to maintenance calories and have optimal energy from calories so you're not struggling through workouts. But anything more than that isn't going to give you, as long as you're going to use that extra, those extra fries and cheeseburger like in the gym for extra energy. As long as you're at your maintenance calories, you have all the energy you need to have good workouts. So why waste that extra energy, have it stored as fat, and then later on sacrifice in the gym how much energy you actually have? Because you're definitely going to be getting netting less good workouts. At the end of that, when you combine the off-season with a lot of extra calories or off-season with just enough calories, you're going to net less good workouts towards your in-season with that. So it's all like, it's kind of like investing in your in yourself. You almost have like a savings account worth of energy in your system, right? Like mm-hmm. how much how much are you going to save in the off-season versus in the in-season when you need it? You know, it's like a, it's a, people don't think about that when it comes to, to, to that part of it. They just think, oh, this food tastes good, you know? And the I think that there's a little bit of struggle and disconnect with the long-term goal in the off-season, um, just the short-term satisfaction, you know? Right, so, totally, yep. We beat up on that a lot, but I, it's, I, I feel Super like people important, are... important, though. I feel like people are starting to get the hang of it, like mm-hmm. starting to be, you know, into this stuff. I'm like, right. okay, off-season is important, and that is the place where I make the progress. That's where my calories are enough to start putting on a serious amount of lean mass and make improvements, you know? Right, so, totally. Yeah, but we'll see. I think we're still a few years away from the masses really taking it seriously. But you've been a really good example of that. I'm trying to, yeah. I mean, I I, I can't be a hypocrite up in here. Yeah. And I know, I mean, I know from experience, it's just not worth it to go too far in the off-season. Because like I said, before I met you, I used to be one of those girls that were like in the off-season that it's almost like I would eat carelessly because I thought bulking was a thing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and it's not... <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know, I from from training with you these last few years, it's just like it's just my preps are so much easier and I'm making way more progress now because I don't have to do exactly what we were talking about. I don't have to chase my previous physique and I don't have to um struggle so hard just to to lose body fat when I should be focusing on lifts on certain body parts, right? So that's helped me tremendously. So I can't stress enough how you really don't need to go crazy in the off season and put on intentional fat. Like you don't need to do that. (laughs) Yeah, it's been cool to see because you've taken it farther than, you know, even I knew could go too because no one's done it. You know, no one's done that type of thing. A long time ago, Tori did it for a year, like where she went hard for a year and she did like 13 shows or something like that. 
you beat a record, I guess, 13, it was oh. 13. Yeah, because she did, she's like, I want to be the first to do like every show in Denver. And I saw her do it and it, and it worked pretty good and it, and it didn't get much harder towards the end and that was what I was afraid of. I was afraid that it was going to get so much harder towards the end because the body would be so adapted or something. But what seems to happen is that you get lean enough and then you can, you can go to maintenance calories and eat a little bit more and you kind of cover around those maintenance calories deficit, maintenance calories deficit, but the deficits aren't as long. And then the maintenance periods are in between and it seems to be countering any major adaptions, you know, where it's like towards the end of the year where you're like, just, I thought, you know, we don't know. We don't, we still don't know, you know, cause no one's doing that. Like get a group of a hundred people and run data on people who are gonna do 14 shows all year long. You're mm -hmm. not gonna find a group that adheres to that. Right. So it's, it's you're, you're like your own experiment. And it's like pretty cool to see Definitely. and it sets a good example because you can't dispute the fact that you're better like at this Olympia than last Olympia. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's right there at evidence. People can see it. They're like, okay, she dieted all year. She killed herself and, you know, did 14 shows and she made improvements. She gained muscle. She's leaner. She's happy. She's not, you know, sick. Her, she's not injured. She's not completely exhausted. She wants to keep going. No one's saying, it's not, I'm not here telling her to do all these shows. Like no one's forcing <laughs> her to do anything. She just wants to do them. Yeah. Like that tells you right there, you know, it's just, it's, she's motivated still. So it doesn't drain you of anything if you're in the right mindset. So it's kind of cool. Definitely. And I think that the long-term goal um, and the short-term goal thing that you're talking about really does make a big, mm -hmm. a big impact on that. Right. And I can say, honestly, towards the end of uh, 2021, like I was not any more tired than I was in the beginning. Like, I didn't feel a dip in, in, in energy. The only thing that did kind of get to me is when I came back from Romania or came back from Europe, the jet lag definitely got to me, but yeah. that wasn't necessarily competition related. That was being on a plane for a, a long time and adjusting back to the regular schedule. Otherwise, I would have, if I wasn't so freaking jet lagged after I got back from Europe, I would have done like Toronto and I would have done Georgia, but I just... Eh, that was more of like that was more of the jet lag talking and not <laughs> and not um, the com competitions itself. But yeah. So going into you know setting those goals, is there any? Well, first off, do we have, do we talk about any goals that you have for twenty two? Mm -hmm. We did. Yes, All many okay. many goals. Okay. Well, <laughs> I bring up my upper body again, compete even more than I did in two thousand twenty one. You know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We did. Yes. <laughs> so, but going into the next things like tips on setting your goals, mm -hmm. which is really cool. You did a little. Ashley's our. Ashley's the official producer of Bikini and the Brain podcast. <laughs> She's she does these notes and they're so good. It's so. No. And it's, I'm sure it's very time consuming. So thank you. Um, so one of her tips. There's ten of them here. One is make sure your goals are achievable. Mm -hmm. Let's be real with ourselves. Is this something you can actually do? Like, would it be a realistic goal for you, Adam, to be like, you know what, next year, I am going to be a professional NBA player. Is that <laughs> realistic? No. So yeah. let's, let's start there. Is your goal realistic? You know, I, I know that there's a lot of optimists out there, um, <laughs> but we got we to gotta bring it down, bring it back down to earth. Is this something that's actually uh, something you're able to accomplish, right? Yeah, for sure. And I think that's a good point to bring it up like that too. Exactly mm. how you did like NBA player because there are components of this that you really do need to take seriously. And um, I do get, I get those emails once in a while from people that are like, I'm the, I'm your next uh, Olympia champion. And I'm like, 
have you competed yet? Like, let's see, like, let's, let's take one step at a time here. You know what I mean? Mm. I think it's great that you want to do that, but let's take it one step at a time here. You know, you're, you know, can you even adhere to what it would take to do that? You know, like in the basketball scenario, I don't, I wouldn't even have the desire to, let's say, let's say I was tall enough and, and had raw athletic ability to the point where if I really honed my skills, I could be in the NBA. Well, do I even have enough desire where the passion would let me do what was required to get there? Or would it be more of a job, you know? And I think that's a big factor that's unknown too. You know, Kobe Bryant was so good, not because he was, you know, a perfect specimen for basketball, which he was, um, and he had raw athletic ability, but that doesn't get to being Kobe Bryant level without the Kobe Bryant motivation, which he himself couldn't even control. He just couldn't, he just was obsessed with it. And it takes that, you know, it does take that. So in reaching these upper, upper levels of these sports, every one of those people that are there are, maybe not every one of them is obsessed with it, but they're they're very focused. And it's just something that you got to be realistic with yourself about too. Like, do I even have the, like, will I even take the actions of the, whatever goal I pick because I care about it so much? Will I even take those actions or is it just something that I'm like kind of saying out loud, you know? Mm -hmm. so. True, true. Absolutely. Okay, the next one is be clear and specific with your goals. Right. Probably best not to be very vague about it, right? <laughs> Just like, I'm going to be the best. Yeah. Okay, well, best what? Like, how <laughs> are we going to get there? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I mean, there. it's okay for goals to sometimes be a little bit vague, right? Like, I always say, like, my ultimate goal is to become a legend. Um, but you know, how, I guess those little short-term goals, being more specific and clear about that, that leads to something, I guess, more vague is okay. But just to be like, I'm going to be the best, you know, mm, we we need to define how we get there, you know? What are the short-term goals that are going to lead you to that? I mean, for me, for example, to be a legend would be the ultimate goal. But um, I guess winning more shows would be a short-term goal. Competing more would be a short-term goal. Bringing up my upper body would be a short-term goal that leads to the ultimate goal, right? Yeah, you for know? sure. Yeah, I like that. Um, write them down as a reminder. This can also include photos and any reminders to set your goals. Yes, or YouTube videos <laughs> yes. or podcasts. Yes. We put basically put it out there in the universe, right? Mm -hmm. Whether that be on paper um, or even, you know, I'm not to be narcissistic, but I'm I'm my own wallpaper here. Oh, you changed me. your wall. I finally changed my wallpaper after, like, since 2015, it was me at the Olympia in that green suit. Yeah. Okay, so since I've known you, for sure. Like, and I finally changed it after I won 30. Now I'm in a red suit in Romania. <laughs> so that can be, honestly, like a reminder. Just like, hey, that is what, you know... This is what I'm working for. That the feeling of a, a win or a, a accomplishment is like a reminder to myself. I love that feeling. I want to continue to have that same um, feeling on stage again next time or something. So by looking at my phone wallpaper, I'm like, nope, I am definitely going to not skip my workout today. I'm getting in the gym now, you know? So sounds corny, but it works. You know, mine is, mine is Nikola Tesla. Your wallpaper? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Look at that. Tesla. That's because that's mustache goals. You that's want that mustache. A, oh, I, you know? would, I would kill for a mustache like that. Yep. That's Maybe I can grow one like that finally. <laughs> you know, it's, I've tried and I get all these, all these little, um, all these little, like, they don't grow in deep enough. Like, I see these guys with these really thick, and they're like doing these things now where they like fade them. Max does it too. VB's Max. And he has this really thick, manly beard. 
and then like, he like fades into it and it looks so cool and I can't do it. Dang. I get all these patches. Go for 2022 <laughs> Adam B to grow a thick beard. Mustache like Tesla. Yes. Tesla died crazy to load. I shouldn't have on my oh, on my screen Well, you know. That's a whole other story. But that's a good story. If you guys don't know the Nikola Tesla story, that's a good one. Save that for another Oh, podcast. no, it's the whole thing. It's You need to watch a documentary on it. Oh, gosh, I will, and then we'll do podcasts yeah. on it. <laughs> <laughs> so number four tip, kind of going off of the previous one, tell your friends and family for accountability. Again, putting it out there in the universe. Let it be known. Like, Adam, I'm going to do this. Hold me accountable, right? And hopefully, you're, if they're your friend, they will hold you accountable and check up on you for it. Like, hey, are you still doing this and this, or yeah. how's this going for you? And another so. example could be, um, people. I've seen people do it where they're starting their transformation and they post their like starting pictures and stuff. I see that a lot with, um, who does it? There's like these challenges that people do and then they'll put the picture up and they're like 90 day challenge or something like that. I do see that and uh, I think, you know, that's pretty brave, putting up your day one, you know, 90 days picture, but maybe you could put it up on your own, um, your phone or put it, on your computer or something like that as like your reminder that you're in this challenge and you don't want to be, you, you know, you want to improve from that. But I see that too. But when people put it out there on like Instagram, or whatever, I'm doing a show, I'm doing this, like everyone's watching, you know, yeah. after that point, because you kind of announced it for people to watch, you know, so. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Actually, you know what's, there's this guy, I started watching him and he's really, he did, he did the same thing. He was like a magician. And he was on a YouTube, he started this YouTube series where he's like counting cards, like he's learning how to count cards. And he threw it out there. And I don't know if he really wanted to fully go through it because it was so much money he was risking to do it um, on this journey. And he had to go through, it took him 11 months to like learn how to count them. And then he's going through and now he's showing like this journey to $250,000 that he's going to make like counting cards. But it started off like he, he was, he keeps saying he's like, yeah, this is a, this is really hard. <laughs> like this is really hard. But he made a series about it and all these people started watching him because of it. So now he's like following through. So he's traveling all over. But I don't think he would do it unless he put it out there that he was going to do it. Right. Because he started off as like a magician and he had this huge YouTube account. And then he's like, all right, I'm going to do this because he was already in the card game kind of, you know. So he's like, I'm going to do this. And then he put it out there. And then it was like 11 months later where he started like the first videos. Mm -hmm. And I think he didn't realize the task of it. And he keeps talking about, man, this is like really hard. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> so That's good though. Because yeah. if you think about it, like you said, like if he didn't put it out there, he probably already would have quit. But like, oh, because we all have those days too. We're just like, oh, it's not worth it. Like, forget about this. But then that little thing in the back of our head was like, you know what? I already made a commitment. I already said I'm going to do it. I already told the world. I got to stick with it. So <laughs> sometimes that's exactly why we need to kind of put it out there. Have people hold you accountable, you know? All right. The next one, I'm kind of already went through this one. Set your goals one step at a time. Little goals become the large goals, right? So we already went into that, you know? Don't think of maybe the... It's good to keep that ultimate goal in the back of your mind, but if it helps you throughout your day to stick with things, little goals, hit the little milestones. Okay, got it. All right, got it, got it. So, but definitely never forget the ultimate goal because that definitely comes in handy on the days you feel like poo-poo and, you know, so you got to stick with it. Yeah, and I think um, I'll go into, that kind of leads to like another thing of creating like a pattern of days, creating a pattern. Like you have a pattern in your day. You work out at a certain time, you mm -hmm. do this. And that was probably... Um, I don't, you know, we've been talked to anything about, and now, you know, about like Sean, who just passed away, Sean Roden, 
you know, rest in peace. But that was like the best thing that he ever told me was that. And that was like the best thing I ever, he said, just make your day a routine. He's like, as soon as you make your day a routine, everything is going to be very much easier because you won't have any thought about doing anything else. He's like, if you wake up, he's like, if, even if you're traveling, he's telling, he's even telling me, um, he's like, he was telling Anya this, but he's like, if you, if you're ever traveling or whatever, and you wake, your, your routine is set to nine and you land at 10 o'clock, well, you know, you're an hour behind your day and you have to go right to the gym, no matter what. Even if you land at 10, you land at 11, go right to the gym. Because like, it's going to weigh on your mind and your life is just so much easier having these routines and patterns that you follow. It's like, so create that routine that works for your life and your job and your whatever and make it so you can't do anything but that. Like no matter what happens, that has to happen. Your workout, your eating, your whatever is always scheduled. And so um, that was kind of cool to, to see because it was like, I was like, oh, that makes sense. And that's how, you know, he got to where he mm -hmm. was, was that constant routine and um, I think that having, you know, when you say, you know, setting your goals and make sure they're obtainable and all that, like, that is a big part of it. You know, a big part of mm -hmm. it is that routine, that daily accountability to yourself and just scheduling it, you know? I'm a big fan of schedules. I'm very much a routine person really as are. well. Like, yeah. I don't like being out of my routine. I don't get as good of workouts and I just feel off. I like being like, you know what? All right. 6.15, got to head to Orange Theory, come back, shower, get ready, go to Contest Prep Center, do this, do the check-ins, train, do that. You know what <laughs> I mean? Come home, prep food. Like, I like the routine, though. You know what I mean? I think it does make it so that you don't even have to think. You just do. It becomes a habit. So it's part of that whole, like, fitness is a habit kind of thing, mentality, right? Like, the whole health and fitness, it's a lot of habits that just accumulate over time and, you know, next thing you know, you're fit. Hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have my routine too. And I, as soon as I got stuck to it, then I, now there's no way around it. Like I have to, you, like you know, you, and Ashley knows my routine too. So she'll like schedule everything. It's like, okay, you get in at 11, we're going to do this at 11, whatever. And after that, I, I'm just here and whatever I do is, you know, until the work is done, I'm here all day. Right. And so Ashley knows she can just schedule whatever she needs for me after that time. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> exactly. So the next one, set time frames, right? So it's important to have at least a rough idea of like when you're going to accomplish this goal because what will happen is you'll procrastinate if you don't. And uh, that's never a good thing. Right. That's a good one. Yeah, because you're right. You will. Yeah, that's a good. I, I'm glad. Just like that one, just like hit me. If people don't have that time-based deadline, it changes everything. Yeah. The time-based thought at that point. Yeah, the time-based deadline makes everything, everything harder. Absolutely. Like or everything like more real. You know, like it's like a day's gone. You know, so. Mm -hmm. And then also next is you can reward yourself when accomplishing a goal, right? But not with food, right? I feel like a lot of people feel that when they hit a certain weight goal or whatever goal, they have to reward themselves with food. And that, it's like the most common reward, right? Yeah. And post-show, it's like the most common reward. You know, you did 12 weeks of prepping hard. Now you're going to reward yourself with food. It doesn't always have to be with food. Like there are so many other ways to reward yourself. You already know what mine is. How I would reward yeah. myself, spa, spa day, day. <laughs> yes, mani-pedi, facial massage, you know, like a day of relaxation, a day of like, I'm going to just chill out the rest of the day in my pajamas and a sloppy bun and watch Netflix documentaries kind of day. 
It doesn't have to be with food all the time. And maybe for you, it's shoes. I know you like to buy shoes. Yeah. The most stylish shoes. So find your thing that makes you happy and reward yourself with it. But if it's food and we're trying to hit a fitness goal, that's not going to help your goals going forward. <laughs> it's not. Okay? Yeah. No, I like... Yeah, you're right. You're right on that. That's something I just started, like, trying to do more of, too. There's a couple of things that like milestones that I want to hit and then I hit one of them last year too or this this year when, when this podcast comes up probably last year um and I was, I was like okay when I do that I'm gonna get this you know but I still didn't get it <laughs> even though I should but I did it it was it was, it was too expensive oh. so. well speaking of goals one of the goals this year we said for me when I won four shows in 2021 you would give me a car and you did, and yes. I have your car. You do. And I love it. Um, but that was like a a reward for an accomplishment, right? Yeah. So hit a goal, get a reward. Now, I'm not saying your coach is always going to give you a car. So sorry if the expectations <laughs> are a bit high. <laughs> They're not all going to do that. Mine's awesome, so thank you. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's, you know, incentive definitely motivates people. Yeah, it does. And uh, I think that... I, I do. I think that that's a good thing, especially that you bring it up. That it could be a spa day, and it could be like a, a, a shoes or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. my the other one was a watch, and I was like, oh. it's just too flashy. That's really what it was. I was like, Aww. I just look I at you like, being modest. I don't like it. I don't like when guys. I think flex culture is the worst thing to happen to the middle class. You know, because it like drains their assets and money, and they instead of spending it on other things. And so, the watch would not go with this shirt. It would. Wearing. You know what? I don't need a. What's the point? You know what I mean? Who am I? Who am I trying to impress? You know? Right. It was cool. It was cool. You know. And I was like, but looking at it in a case and putting it on, it's cool. But it's like, what really wear this? I gotta go to the gym. I'd be afraid of hitting it on things. You know. Mm-hmm. You know, afraid of you know, getting mugged in the parking lot. Like, is it really is it something I need? You know. So I didn't do. It. I bought a pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> shoes are the way to go. Shoes are fun. I Get just more have too use many out now. of it. I mean, who needs a watch when you have a fancy new iphone you know oh i like this the mini one ashley's like why would you get the mini i don't like it i love it it. look at the the difference i would i would rather just i might as well just carry on an an (laughs) ipad look at the difference though i love the mini i like having basically a full screen computer in front of my face (laughs) to watch videos you know i can i can one hand type it's great but you have to squint to see (laughs) it's a little guy oh gosh so the next one Stick with it even when times are hard. Do not give up. And this is where we think of the end goal. So think of that end goal, the ultimate goal, rather than the temporary inconvenience, right? So I've said this before. Like those, you know, we'll be in temporary periods of discomfort while trying to achieve our goals. Like, oh my God, I'm so tired today. I don't want to do cardio. Think of the bigger picture. What is the end goal? Because you got to realize all those little daily goals add up. So anytime you're feeling not motivated, tired, lethargic, whatever, think of like, you know what? This is a mood. Okay, I'm in a bad mood right now. I'm tired. But that's not how I'm always feeling. Like I'm not always going to feel that way. Tomorrow's going to be better. So I'm going to think of the bigger picture, the ultimate goal that's waiting for me at the end. Okay, so that should be motivation for you to be like, okay, although I'm not feeling the best today, I'm not really motivated, I'm still going to go to the gym because I really want to accomplish my bigger goal, 
right? So don't think of that temporary inconvenience because it's going to happen. You got to think of the bigger picture. Yeah, definitely. I like that. I don't really have anything else to add to that because it's just so good. Oh, okay. You nailed it. So you go over the last tip there for Ooh, goal this setting. Is important. I think this one is the most important. Yes. Take action. Yes. Take action. And um, actually, it was funny. I was listening to a, a podcast yesterday, um, and it was, it was, uh, so it was Rich Dad Poor Dad and Grant Cardone was on it. He was like, just, he was like, just buy it. He was talking about like buying a house or whatever, like for real estate investments or whatever. He's like, just buy it. He's like, everyone keeps talking one day, one day, one day. He's like, just buy it, figure it out. Buy it oh, and figure yes. it out. He's like, you're never going to do it. He's like, if you were trying to figure out Bitcoin, buy a Bitcoin, figure it out after. You know, he's like, just figure it out. You know, he's like, he goes, you're always going to be able to problem solve, but you planning this perfect plan of execution and thinking about it and, so and that, you just never get anything done. Yeah. So it's actually one of my biggest pet peeves. And I guess the biggest determining factor of people who, in my eyes, are successful in life rather than people that aren't is they like to talk. They will talk a big game, but they don't take action. <laughs> I hate that. How many times have you heard, Adam, I'm going to compete 10 times this year, and then they end up competing once? Because they, you know what I mean? It's just like, dude, don't tell me, show me. Yeah. Like, you can tell me and show me for sure. But, like, <laughs> I don't want to hear about, like, this and this and this. I want you to show me. Show me you're going to do it. Yeah. Do it. Just go for it. Start your diet now. Don't start it next week. Okay? Start it now. I don't want to hear that you're going to start your diet next week. Start it now. Just do it. Yeah, go for like it. This meal. Stop, it's not... stop talking the talk. Just walk the walk. Yeah, it's not even... Tomorrow I'll start. It's this meal. Like just if you do made, it. If you made the decision, just do it the next meal. Exactly, because like next excited. week you're going to say the same yeah. thing. And people always do that. Well, okay, well, I'll start. I'll start tomorrow. I'll start Monday. I'll start January 1st. I'll start off my birthday, after my wedding, whatever. Just how about the next meal or this meal if you've already eaten it? I haven't eaten it yet, you know? Yeah. Like that's the moment right there. Right. Go. You know, so it's, it's, uh, and it's the same with all aspects of life, you know? Um, you know, the, when I bought the first prep center, I didn't even know what it was going to be. I didn't even know what it was going to be. I just knew I was going to do something with it. And it was like I had to get it. That was what it was. And, and me and Tori were going back and forth with what we're going to do with this. We had no idea. And she, Tori was like, I like that you do these things because you just sort of like figure it out, you know. Um, you know, and I have a few different, there's other things that I do too. I just started them and then figured it out along the way, you know. And it's, uh, I think that that's the same thing with like with, with prep or getting into a fitness. Like just go for it. You know, if you're one of the people listening to this podcast because you're, thinking about getting on his fitness journey, like today's a day, you know, just do it. And um, like, yeah, with the prep center, the, in Denver, we didn't, it was actually at one point we're like, well, we'll just make it like a, a transformation center. Because I think if you did it as a prep center, it's too scary for the general public to go. But if it was like a transformation center that also focused on it, the prep people would go. So let's kind of make it more towards that. Right. So we can, we can have those people there. Right. And, um, then I was like, no, that's not what we, that's not what we are. We do transformations, but you know, everyone knows it's for prep. And if it if it isolates mm -hmm. some people, then it isolates some. Like there's this whole thing we were trying to do all the we're like, okay, this is what it's going to be called. Okay, this is going to be called. Like we're trying to figure it out along the way. Meanwhile, the building was under construction for six months. We had no idea what it was going to be until like two weeks after the construction was done. Mm -hmm. So it's uh, it's that's just you know, I knew the idea would work. It just was a matter of like, hey, how is it going to even work? But most people would have their idea, their plans, or this, or that, and then they'd already perfectly know. 
I don't, I'm not necessarily saying my way is good in that scenario. I think that's a little bit careless and reckless, but the point is, is that it works in the end, uh, but you have to go for it. You have to take action. Right. You know? Well, I mean, it's just, I mean, not necessarily, we're not trying to promote like the careless, like, oh, I'm just going to <laughs> just risk my whole money or whatever, but maybe more so like the fact that you just need to get started at least get started, get started. Yeah. Don't say you're going to get started, get started now. Just do it. Yeah. Get started. Yes. You make at least some steps of action towards that. Even if you are starting your diet tomorrow, then go grocery shopping today, okay? Go, go grocery shopping today for your diet tomorrow. Like, don't just say, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this, and do this. And maybe you give some people some leniency if they do it like once or twice, but you know those people in life where you, you hear them say the same thing over and over. I'm gonna, one day I'm gonna do this. Yeah. One day I'm gonna accomplish this. Yeah. And I'm gonna get started next month. And then you hear that over and over. And then it just becomes like, yeah, sure. Okay. Don't tell me, show me. Yeah, this show one me. will be released um, close to January, if not after January, depending on how the days lay out. So for everyone who's had, what's the statistic on New Year's resolutions? We'll have to know this. We'll do a New Year's one. And we'll have to know the uh, um, This kind of was it, but. Yeah, well, like, like what we could do it about New Year's too, the next one. <laughs> Okay. We'll talk about like the New Year's people who fail and why they fail or whatever. I don't know, something like that. But at least the st there's a stat, and I gotta, I just need to know the stat. But the stat is, uh, I forget what percentage it's just of people. Bad. Just say it's bad. Yeah, what percentage <laughs> of people fail within the first? It was the first 14 days of their New Year's resolution. It's something wild. I forget what it is. It's a huge percentage. So yeah, I could just say it's bad. <laughs> but and I think a lot of it comes down to the goals, right? Because yeah. the goals might be too crazy. Like the goals mm -hmm. might be, hey, I want to lose. 50 pounds or someone who's never even worked out before is like, I want to do a competition as like a New Year's resolution, you know, might be too crazy at first for those yeah. goals, you know, so the small goals like you're talking about, the ones, the ones that work. So anyway, with that, I like that. I especially like take action. Yes. The most important thing. Yeah. You're a, is that your favorite one out of all these? Yeah. I mean, I would say that either that or stick with it because, mm -hmm. you know, I think a lot of people, especially in today's society, just give up way too easy. They really do. And this is where that grit comes in. You know what I'm saying? You got to keep going. You're going to have obstacles. You're going to have times in your life where it's just going to be hard. It's going to be inconvenient. It's going to be uncomfortable. You got to push through, okay? Because anybody that's ever accomplished anything great has had to deal with discomfort. It's a part of reaching the goal because if it wasn't uncomfortable, everybody would be achieving that goal easily, yeah. right? So, don't give up so easily. Gosh, I hate when people give up so easily. Like, come on, stick I with like, it. Is, what Get back things, at it. <laughs> my favorite thing about you is that, um, my favorite thing about you is that you're so, how do I say this? You're so like, okay, so you're so like, you know, dainty and girly, but then you have this like tough, rugged, <laughs> like, like almost like you're talking to like a football coach type oh, of gosh. mentality. That's funny. When you get in these zones, and it's so yeah. funny to me because that's how I am. You know, I'm super like old school and yeah. work hard and you know, like it's just a different mentality than a lot of people have these days. And I love I love when it comes out you're like, take action, go yeah, for it. Like, go for it. Go. Show team. Now. Like you're just like there's, it's just funny because it's the way it is, you know, there's no, it's, that's life. There's no BS. There's no soft coding it. Like either you do it or you don't, your results are either going to come or they're not. And it's basically on you taking action or you're not. And there's just, you know, there's no BS. There's no sugarcoating it for you. It's your fault if you don't get their type of attitude. And I love, I love it because it's raw and it's the truth and people need to hear it these days because everyone's like so sensitive and so sugarcoating everything. And so 
oh, it's okay if you have this and you can, it's okay if you take it. Like, we're like, no, just go get it now. Exactly. Your fault if you don't. <laughs> if, mm-hmm. if you're the same, you look the same as in 2019, as in 2020, you had the same goal, then it's your fault. Do it again. You know, do try it this time. You know, like it's, it's just love that attitude because it's right. And no one talks about that anymore. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Like, you just say how it is, you know? Yeah, I mean, I'm just going from my personal experience over here. Coach, coach, a, fo- coach a football team. <laughs> right, yeah, I, uh, but it is true. I think a lot of people lack personal accountability these days, and I, I'm not sure if society is doing it or what, or the media is telling you just it's okay to not be, um, it's okay to be lazy and not accomplish yeah. things. And I don't know. I'm very much against that. So I'm very kind of old school in my way of thinking, like, no, you work hard to achieve what you want and anything in life you can get it but you gotta work hard and know that there's going to be obstacles and there is going to be times where you don't feel like doing it and you know there's going to be setbacks but that's life life isn't easy and especially if you're trying to accomplish a goal it's not going to be easy guys it's not especially if it's an awesome goal because everyone would just be amazing if that were the case right yeah i like it so yeah (laughs) <laughs> very that's, a, that's i love it that's the uh, motivation talk from ashley i love it yeah. so it's so i just love it i really do because you're the only one who does that these days you know there's not many people who are like that yeah i would say there's more in our industry than in any industry though than in most industries i guess I'd right say. but um maybe even more in ours than any because everyone in our industry is like trained to work hard and get results you know because it's it's in the gym so it's inherent that you like learn this naturally that this and you start like learning these things in the gym and you're like, oh, if I just lift harder, my butt looks better. Huh. I wonder if I did anything else harder in life. And I think it just like naturally happens in you. And I don't think yeah. it's something you really think about. You just start associating work, hard work with goals coming, you know? That's true. And I think that, that our industry is really good at teaching that in terms of like life lessons for other things, you know? Amen. So anyway, we'll Amen. leave it there. That was fun. That was a good one. Heck yeah, it was. Yeah. Every, usually when I say, that was a good one, now she's like, they're all good ones. <laughs> they're all good. Come on now. <laughs> Otherwise, they wouldn't be listening to the end and they wouldn't hear you say that, right? Yes, for sure. So, so if anyway. you're listening to the end, you probably thought it was at least decent. So <laughs> yes. thank you. Thank you for listening. What are your goals for 2022? Put them in the comments below. Put it in the universe. Put it in the comment section. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We, you know what we should do is we should put it in the comment section, anyone, and then we should, we should follow up. In our, our 2023 one. You do that, Adam. You, <laughs> you track these I'll people. Track it, you DM on. them on a daily basis yeah. and make sure. <laughs> I'm going to track them. I'm going to put an app to track these people. If I see them at like a McDonald's, I'm going to slap a burger out of their hand. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> All right, guys. Talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.